This summer, in the Hudson Valley town of Ramapo, the state hit the milestone of replacing half a million streetlights around the Empire State with LED fixtures as part of the Smart Streetlighting NY initiative launched in 2018 by then-Governor Andrew Cuomo. To discuss this benchmark and what comes next, we're joined on the Capitol Press Room by Maribel Cruz-Brown, the Interim Head of Commercial Operations for the New York Power Authority, which has been leading the transition of streetlights all over New York. Welcome to the show, Maribel. Thank you, David. Nice to be here. So what exactly is an LED or light-emitting diode streetlight, and how does it compare to whatever technology was used previously in the cases where you've replaced the fixtures? The LED technology that we are using in the streetlights is a very energy-efficient type of lighting technology. It's actually not recent. It's been around for decades. It has just been improved over the past 10 years to a point of being able to make it more commercially available and marketable. First and foremost, it's environmentally friendly. It, it lasts much longer than a traditional the high density you know, lamp that we're replacing it with. Um, it's a much wider, brighter light compared to the yellowish street lights that uh, most towns and cities have been used to. But in addition, um, the energy savings that are associated with can really save a customer, a town, a municipality, you know, up to 60% on their um, energy costs to run these streetlights. And this state program, has it targeted streetlights that weren't working or were nearing the end of their lives? Or have you been proactively making the transition? It's really a combination. The majority um, have been related to programs where it used to be that the utilities own the streetlights, and now they are transferring ownership to local towns and municipalities. And with that, you know, came the increased cost to the municipalities to pay for these streetlights. And there's just a very clear opportunity for these towns to save money by replacing the heads with the LED technology. There have been some instances where the cost savings are great enough where towns can add LED streetlights, increasing safety in their neighborhoods. And so it really is a, um, a combination of needs, but traditionally it's focused on more closer to end of life or when a town uh, takes on owning the streetlight themselves. It's a clear way of them being able to save save money. Do you have a sense of how this initiative launched, as I mentioned, back in 2018, has sped up the transition to LED lighting? Because I have to imagine there are some municipalities that would have gone into LED lighting on their own as their lights go through the natural lifespan and need to be replaced. But I have to imagine this has also sped things up. So do you have any sense of how much more has gotten done as the result of this initiative? Well, we we are very proud that the Power Authority works very closely with uh, the vendors and contractors across the state. Um, and the vendors that we've been working with have spoken to us directly about how this has accelerated uh, installations, not only in New York State, but that other states are talking about this smart street lighting program that we launched in 2018. So the industry is giving us feedback about how New York is leading the way in streetlight conversions. 
working with our utilities, working on, on tariffs, we have been able to, in New York, get utilities to understand the benefits of allowing for dimming street lighting tariffs. And what that means, it's it's not only, you know, what do entities get charged for running a street light, but also allowing them to dim the light when, like in the summertime, right? So it's, it's not uh, as required so that customers can take advantage of those cost savings. So there are a few instances that we are hearing that New York is leading the way, not only in installations um, and encouraging other states to replicate this program, uh, but also in the technologies themselves. You know, we're now working with, you know, vendors on the next iteration of this technology. Well, yeah, I want to talk about what the future holds, but I'm still interested in that issue of cost. And you mentioned the savings. I know when the program was initially announced, there was an expectation that this could save taxpayers $87 million a year. Has that projection borne fruit? Has the savings reached that level of $87 million annually now that we are at 500,000 streetlights converted? Yeah, so with the projects that the Power Authority has taken on itself, so just the NIPA projects, and there are others involved as as partners, we've been able to help our customers realize $24 million annually in energy and maintenance costs. And so, yeah, we, we we are there. We still have 55 active projects in construction. So we are we are still, you know, even though we hit that 500,000 uh, mark with our partners, we're still moving ahead. And so we're, we're very confident that, you know, New York State is going to benefit in a big way. For listeners just joining us, we're talking about the state's transition to LED streetlight fixtures. And our guest is Maribel Cruz-Brown, the interim head of commercial operations for the New York State Power Authority, which has been leading the transition across the Empire State. Yeah, in terms of other state players involved in this transition, who else is helping to initiate this type of move to LED streetlights. Is the Public Service Commission doing something similar with their authority? Yeah, so the Public Service Commission is a, is a big partner of ours, and they oversee uh, the other you know, private utilities, Central Hudson, NYSEG, RG&E, for example. They are currently performing pilots with NIPA to explore the dimming options that I mentioned earlier. And so these are the partners that we are, you know, planning with, that we are sharing our experiences with, our best, you know, best practices with, so that the rest of the utilities can help support this effort. What are the upfront costs of replacing 500,000 streetlights? Is it just about buying new bulbs? Do you have to get new fixtures? And what is it all added up to? How much has been spent at this point? From the moment that we go to a town to audit their uh, community, we want to make sure that we can utilize and maintain any of the existing infrastructure that we can. So we don't go in replacing poles and replacing everything. We like to make sure that if we can stick with just replacing the head that's at the, the, the end of the pole, the light itself, that's that's what we're looking to do. And so we take a lot of um, pride in just being able to really replace a one-for-one 
with that, we solicit, you know, we, we issue bids out into the public for the various different communities to try to find the most cost competitive vendor and the most cost competitive contractors to actually install uh, the lights themselves. And so um, pretty much where we are able to give customers a certainty within a very small margin of how much they can expect to pay for a project, depending on if they want us to replace 2,000 streetlights or 20,000 streetlights, which is what we've done for some cities, such as the city of Syracuse and the city of Albany. Well, coming back to that issue of cost, though, I was trying to extrapolate out what it might be based on some of the individual press releases that have come out over the years. And so, for example, there was one release that said the replacement of nearly 2,000 streetlights in 2022, I think, was a $3 million upgrade. And so if you extrapolate that out across 500,000, you get to a program cost of more than $750 million. So is that potentially an accurate ballpark for how much this transition has cost? So the, the portfolio today has um, exceeded $340 million with the streetlights that we've installed today. I'm shying away from um, the extrapolation only because some towns and communities do have um, some incurred costs due to any kind of challenges that they may have, environmental, right? We are obligated that when we touch a project, if we come across any environmental hazards that we have to uh, really be conscientious of and, re- and remedy them. And so for the most part, you know, we're very comfortable with just reporting on, you know, what the actual costs have been today. So we've done, you know, about 500,000 now. How many more are left to do before the entire transition is complete? So the great thing is, you know, for what we were uh, committed to doing, right? In 2018, we committed to the 500,000 streetlights and we we are there, right? And so every additional streetlight that we change and we convert, is just an additional added benefit. And so I mentioned earlier that we have about 55 active jobs in construction, um, whatever, you know, the pipeline brings whatever additional customers, whether they are a town, a city, a village, a municipality, even a county itself uh, that wants to, you know, has interest in in converting over, we'll we'll sign them up. You know, we're not ending the program just because we hit the five hundred thousand mark. Well, if I am a municipality and I'm listening to this program, and aside from thinking what a great host and guest uh, this is. What do I do if I want to get involved in this program? Who who do I reach out to? Are there still opportunities to transition streetlights if I'm interested in this? Absolutely, David. And and we are we are here to help our customers. Really, it's our customers. Any municipality across the state that has interest in whether it's street lighting, whether it's energy efficiency, or just wants to have a chat on how they can be more sustainable or energy efficient. Uh, we have uh, folks here on standby uh, to um, to answer your questions. Our website is uh, www.nipa.gov. There you can find the link to our energy services webpage. You can enter in your information and you'll get a call right away from one of our key account managers or one of our business development professionals. 
Well, we've been speaking with Maribel Cruz-Brown. She's the interim head of commercial operations for the New York Power Authority. Maribel, thank you so much for making the time and keeping the streets light. Thank you so very much, David, for having me. Really appreciate it. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information.